0: in middle management roles can be super exhausting. You not only have to consider the unique communication and work styles of your direct reports who you're tasked with inspiring and motivating and coaching on a daily basis, but you also have to report up to ensure you're managing expectations with your own supervisor and that you're advocating for your team and providing cover for them when necessary. It's something I've been talking about in greater detail on this week's free online training for women managers called What Women Managers Need to Lead. I'm hosting one more free webinar later this month, so if you haven't had a chance to join me there yet, head to bossuporg slash womenlead to register now for free. The reality is, and I know this from personal experience as well as watching Brad the Boo rise to a middle management position this year – Juggling all of these relationships can be exhausting, can be a big challenge, and can leave you feeling pulled in too many directions while trying to do your own work well. Today, I want to share three key tips for effectively managing up whether you have direct reports or not. So tip number one is all about alignment. Align your priorities with your supervisors. You've got a lot to do, and they have a lot to do. At super busy times in particular, you're just not going to know everything that's on your boss's plate, and they might not know everything on yours. And if you're managing direct reports, it's not your boss's job to know what exactly each of your team members is doing, necessarily. So all that being said, we've got to be sure we're all pulling in the same direction. One of the ways that we're really trying to do that better here at Bossed Up is through using KPIs or key performance indicators to help provide a little bit of transparency around progress that's being made by reporting in on the same numbers and measurable performance indicators or metrics of progress of success. So, what is my goal that I'm driving towards? What's my deadline and how far t- to achieving that goal am I? That kind of transparency is not micromanaging. What we're essentially trying to do is say, "Hey, you figure out how to achieve those goals. I'm here to help you if you want it, but I need to have some sense of how close you are to achieving what you said you're going to achieve. And so using KPIs to communicate transparently is just a way to bring more visibility to how well your work is achieving your shared goals. Another way I encourage folks to think about this is literally having a conversation with your boss and saying, hey, I want to make sure that my priorities are in alignment with yours. And that is especially true if you feel like you have too much on your plate. So, if your boss is the kind of person who just constantly delegates and says, do this, do that, do this, get this done, ASAP, ASAP, you know, everything's a priority, sit down with them and say, here's everything that's on my plate. I want your input on where I start first because I can realistically deliver this by then, but I can't deliver that by then if I'm delivering this by then. (laughs) So if you find yourself having to make tough trade-offs in priorities because you just don't have unlimited time, have that conversation transparently with your manager and you'll be seen as being a smart, strategic, and proactive problem solver when it comes to preempting your limitations of bandwidth. Second tip for managing up is to provide options. Every single day, managers and leaders everywhere have to make tough decisions. Now, your supervisor is not going to be as close to those decisions necessarily as you are. You're the subject matter expert of what you've been looking into. So let's say I delegate a task to Ellie, our creative director, who just released our brand new gorgeous newly designed bossedup.com. And currently we are looking into which sort of external third-party software we want to use to help mail out our life tracker planners. Because there's lots of ways to take the customer information that we have that come in through online orders for our planners and turn that into a shipping label. And so Ellie is the one who has to Deal with that software. So I want her to be empowered to make that choice. But when she comes to me with those options, I want some very clear comparison. So option A versus option B. What's the cost difference? What are the benefits from A versus B? Which one are you leaning towards? Make a recommendation. You know, whenever you are going to your manager in need of a clear decision to be made in order for you to move forward, bring the pluses and benefits or the the benefits and drawbacks, as well as your recommendation. I would say, you know, we have option A, B, and C to choose from. I'm leaning towards C because of this. What do you think? That is the most respectful use of your manager's limited time. So don't forget to provide options to manage up effectively. If you can't even get on their calendar, send them a quick memo, AKA an email, and say, hey boss, I need a decision on this by this date. Here are the three biggest things you need to know about our three different options. Here's my recommendation and why, what do you think? Like that clarity empowers your manager to weigh in, but also shows that you are taking responsibility for making a wise choice yourself and making a wise recommendation. So if you have a super busy manager who needs to sign off on these things or who you want to counsel on them, provide options and provide some detail. And if you ever are like, you know what, I'm feeling really torn. I can't make a clear recommendation on this. I'd love to talk it out with you first. Say that as well. No one's asking for complete certainty. In fact, I always... I'm a little skeptical of certainty. If someone says, Yeah, I'm 1000% sure this is the right path for us, I'm like, I don't know. I don't trust that lack of humility. Like, how can you be so sure? It's okay. Like, despite what half of women's leadership books will have you think, it's okay to express doubt. In fact, I, as a manager, would much rather have my team members come to me and say, we have two choices to choose between here. I have to admit I'm not feeling really good about either of them. Like that is good information, right, for us to troubleshoot through together. So if you have some doubt, don't be afraid to express it in the context of providing options for the path forward. Because you could always say, for example, we can go with option A, option B, or if you'd like, I can look more into this. But before I spend four hours researching something that might not be that big of a decision, like I wanted to get your gut check first. So keep all of those key concepts in mind when managing up. Third tip for managing up is to anticipate Needs. This is something my team does incredibly well. And I think a big part of it, this will differ based on who you're working with, but a big part of it is visibility around schedule. So for example, I've probably shared this before, I will have a schedule that looks absurd, it's overscheduled, I've got coaching calls, I've got um, cohorts of hired members who I'm coaching through the job search process. I've got corporate clients and speaking clients who I'm presenting uh, virtual workshops to, and I've got my level-up cohorts of women leaders on the rise who I'm not only coaching but also training, and all of a sudden, we'll look at a week calendar a week ahead, and I don't even have time for a lunch break. <laughs> and then my uh, my fabulous podcast editor, Stacey, will be like, yo, I need your time to – record some podcasts as well. So at times in the past when this has happened, which happens far too often, because not only have I been in an uncharacteristically overscheduled season uh, as we scale up on all of our new programs and offerings, but also I'm just a habitual over-committer and I'm really working on it. I've been working on it for the better part of a decade, but uh, I used to call this, I call it in my book, aspirational planning. And sometimes I still fall victim to that bad, bad habit. But my my team will look at my schedule and be like, Emily, you need to make some tough choices here. Like, what can we move? What can we cancel? What can we postpone? Who's flexible on moving meetings? Because we need to make sure you're eating lunch. Like, what is happening? So if you can anticipate not only the basic human needs of your supervisor, but also how To kind of be a bulldozer or a snowplow, as the parenting metaphor goes, like basically being a snowplowing parent for your supervisor, what that enables them to do is when they look at their calendar and realize, oh, my God, I've been so busy thinking about delivering on this – I have to somehow get up and deliver on that in 2 hours. You'll already be ready with the materials they need to review, with the preparation docs that they need to have access to, with the PowerPoint that they need, you know, that kind of anticipation of what's coming down the pipeline. Sure, it's something that all of us as professionals should do well. It's something that certainly managers should have a better handle on, but They're humans too. (laughs) Like, they might not. And so if you have the bandwidth to look ahead and say, okay, this is what my manager's going to need from me by the end of next week and they haven't asked for it yet, get on it anyway. Showing that kind of proactive approach gets you noticed in all the best ways. And at the end of the day, if you want to make yourself look good, make their job easier full stop. That's all it takes. You will become invaluable. Your manager will fight tooth and nail for you and your job if you make operating without you much, much, much more difficult. So be a snowplow parent for your supervisor. Make their life a little easier by anticipating needs and looking ahead to think about what They're going to need from you moving forward. I hope these tips for managing up give you a sense of how important it is to think about your relationships, not only with the folks that you manage, but with the folks who manage you, because it's not really about some clear hierarchy. It's about communication and transparency in a way that makes everything work. So I don't like the idea of like above or below thinking. It's more about mutual respect all around your relationships. right In every direction, it's always about caring, empathy, emotional intelligence, and mutual respect. If you want to learn more about leadership and management practices to level up in your career, enrollment is currently open for our October 5th start of Level Up, our six-month Leadership Accelerator Program. We have very limited spots available, but all the details can be found right now at bossedup.org slash level up. And you can even schedule a one-on-one consultation call with a member of our team to talk through our offerings, see what would work best for you, and get more information about whether it's the right fit or not. I know that some of our leaders, I was just coaching a couple of them yesterday, Who are both, by the way, team leaders with direct reports and aspiring team leaders or emerging leaders who don't yet have direct reports? They've been saying to me, Emily, you're kind of over delivering on this program right now. They're like, there is so much good content, so much great curriculum, so many resources. That I'm being uh, bombarded with in this program. I'm really glad to have access to all of it for a full year because I want to take another look and I want to watch all the replays. And you know, joining the accountability calls is a great way to to connect and process what you've been learning with a community of like-minded peers. And having access to all of these materials for a year means that you can refer back to them time and again. Because we are – I, I didn't even realize this when we first started the program, but we're covering a ton. We're covering so much, um, one workshop at a time. So it's not designed to be overwhelming, of course. you know We really produce very tight, concise workshops around things like communicating your leadership vision, managing people and projects, et cetera, making your voice heard, speaking up, and having an impact. I mean, there's six months of great training. Um, but it's designed to get you really further along in your leadership journey in a very quick six-month period. So if you have any questions about Level Up, let us know right now or schedule a call to talk through your options at bossedup.org slash levelup. I have been having so much fun working with emerging and team leaders this decent. I would love to work with you too. All right. If you use these tips for managing up, let me know. Hit me up on social media at Emily Aries or bossed up Org. And in the meantime, let's keep Boston in pursuit of our purpose and together we'll lift as we climb.